Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, finally. Wow. Great. This is Free Range American, right? I mean, John Dudley's original show name, trademark that brand. we... Uh, brand. Yes. That, that we got from you and the CEO and founder of Black Rifle Coffee, Andy Stump. <laughs> um, in, in his name, Andy. Andy, you thank know, you for all thank you've you done. For all you've done. <laughs> You know, none of this would be possible without you and your <laughs> wise, see your wisdom. Thank you. Yes. Thank yep. you. We're in a pretty free rangey situation oh, right here, dude. looking at yeah. the, the mountains of Big Sky and next to Dudley's beautiful trailer. Yeah. In a parking lot. Well, the, the sheen off his white awesome. legs is, it's, it's, it's giving me LASIK surgery right now. It's like blasting me in the <laughs> eye. How awesome. <laughs> It's it is. Like it's not a bad thing to wake up to. to. Outside, yeah. Logan, <clears throat> Logan rolled over this morning, and uh, he was like, "Hey, man, look at that mountain." And I was like, "Yeah, that's that's fucking beautiful." Did everybody get that joke? No, no, no. You rolled over in bed this morning, and you're like, "Hey, man." Look at that mountain. And then that's when John was like, yeah, it's amazing. Now get back in bed. <laughs> it's a yeah. stupid Thank stupid you. Joke. Thank yes. you for that. You're welcome. Now that we've checked the, the one humor thing box. The roll over was the winder on his watch. Boy, I'll tell you. We could have had 17 podcasts done by the time Logan finally ran up here in his shorties mm-hmm. and got his sweaty clothes off. And then finally, I mean, I'm having lunchtime coffee right now. Yeah. You and I have had, what, 40 pots? I've had a lot of coffee this morning. We decided to make some tactical Sasquatch. I made it up and up, up above us. I made some there. Came down, made another cup down here. So I was making it out of the V60, which the Hario V60 is an awesome pour over device. We have at least six of them in the camper for some reason. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But you're like six Hario V60 pour overs and there's no scale. So we're we roughing keep, it. We, we don't keep, need yeah, a we're, scale. we're roughing it. We're roughing it up here in big sky with no scales. Just, <laughs> just looking at our coffee to weigh it. This is fucking crazy. We're, I, we're getting I crazy. I made my French press this morning with a, uh, a big soup ladle. Oh, nice. It just barely fit into my not in my bag and I just like scoops it out. I'm like, that looks about right. Yeah. And then if I can, honestly, my workout was pressing down my French press. It was so, <laughs> <laughs> that was my morning. Judge, you gotta, get, you gotta get rid of that French press, man. Why? It's disgusting. It's awful. It's not the way to do it. Well, I, I don't know for simplicity. I like it. I like it. Oh, um, well, we can make you something better. We've got, we have some interesting, uh, scene props here there's it looks like a nascar fuel canister i don't know if it has <laughs> a vodka piss or possibly gas in it yeah there's a groundhog target yep that really hasn't been shot he's just standing there next to a at least an 80 pound kettlebell that is definitely not 80 pounds what is it 
Uh, it's a thirty. It's a thirty-fiver. Pood though, or pounder? No, pounder. It's, oh, it's, it must be made out of pounder, aluminum. But it was it's uh, big. Pood. Well, because it's the uh, standard uh, uniform. Standard pood? The kettlebell pool? size for competition. It's competitive. Oh, uh, competitive yeah, kettlebells. So they just yeah. fluctuate. The I never went pro, so I guess I would I know. did. It's no big deal. Several years back, I don't like to talk about it because of all the trauma that is directly associated with Mainly because one that's, experience. one that's that tall, you can't actually get it off the ground in full extension or... It's a short joke. It's, it's a super fucking funny joke, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're we're doing total archery challenge yeah. here yeah. in Big Sky, Montana. Dudley, you just finished up in Colorado. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. Everybody wanted to get the heck out of their house and get yeah. up in the mountains. And it was like, you know how normally when you go up a ski lift, there's like bras and stuff on trees. Like, you know, when you yeah, go yeah, up, yeah. there was like COVID masks. Like <laughs> <laughs> for like, as soon as people cleared the village, yeah, they just we were... wanted to breathe air and breathe life again. But it was an awesome event. And uh, this one's totally sold out. This one's massive yeah. again. Set the range yesterday. It's going to be, it's going to eat some lunch. Be yeah, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's there's no reason why either one of us shouldn't own an arrow business right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I brought 30 arrows, give or take. Uh, That'll last one a course and a half then. Well, I didn't plan on shooting the entire course. Oh, I just brought I like enough it. that I could get like halfway through. I've know? got that uh, rock chuck. Yeah. We put him At on a 100. huge. We put him on a huge blowdown, so he's about six feet <laughs> up in the air. We drilled in. We drilled into the blowdown so that we could put the rebar through the log, and he's sitting between two trees on a log that's like five feet up in the air at like fifty six. Wow. So okay. That, that's gonna okay. be a little. That's plethora. gonna fucking. Suck. That'll be great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I brought, so I brought my wife, I brought my kids out. My wife started shooting a bow. Uh, she started shooting a traditional bow like four or five months ago. Um, finally convinced her that she needed to do sub, you know, upgrade her situation. Yeah. And, um, put some training wheels on that. Yep. Yep. So I, I'm calling her my 2.0 version now cause Ooh. she's shooting a bow and I kind of like it. I like it. I like being able to like. Go out, shoot my bow. We stayed out late the other night, which was like eight o'clock <laughs> with the kids, shooting Dang. bows and partying with Logan Stark. You Logan was out there. Watch fireworks that late. Almost, yeah. Well, I love the and you show you showed up to the BRC compound the other day, but especially with everything like mostly in lockdown right now, it's it's just like when you were deployed. Like we've got our little BRCC yeah. fob, like yeah. This this nice little prison gym. We've we can shoot. We could probably push back to two hundred. Two hundred. I pushed back to the gate and yeah. ranged it, so you can go past the gate. the gate to the back to the back target. You're two hundred. Yeah, it's about two hundred. Holy probably. smokes, yeah. dude! Yeah, yeah. You you can get two hundred after in there. it. Yeah, because yeah. we went back to one twenty, right? One ten. We did one ten. Yeah, one ten. 
and we we got to get some better targets. So we're 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 actually in the process of getting some better targets. I think Sean told me he's, well. Sean told me he's going to give me some uh, the, oh, the old. I like it. Total Archery Challenge three Ds that he just doesn't want. It'd be cool for you to do like some recycled coffee sacks and, yeah. and stuff into like a big. You could you could pack those those burlap sacks like yeah. into some type of a target and like compress it down at least for those long shots yeah. just have a four footer that's I've the done first it. archery yeah, target we ever had yeah. you used to send yeah. me pictures shooting coffee bags <laughs> i've done it for a trad bow it works great what i discovered was i don't nor can i have the uh, strength required to pack coffee bags in a burlap coffee bag enough that it stops an arrow from uh from a compound bow. Yeah. It, it, it just smokes right through it, which is interesting because what happens when an arrow goes through a burlap sack and it hits a, a concrete wall is that it might stick in the wall and you have a really difficult time getting it out yep. from what I've heard anyway. It's, the, it's what the kids <laughs> talk about on the streets. Yeah. The, I've, I've been there. I've tried a number of makeshift targets in my day. Um, a couple that work well in hotel rooms are uh, a Converse All Star folded in half. Ooh, very nice. good. The okay. soles stop okay. arrows nicely. At really, five yards. Wow. Um, folded over mattresses. Yep. With a couple belts, works mm-hmm. well. Uh, what doesn't work well are like your sofa couch pillows. The headboard don't. don't work well. Notice. No, but Feathers a little are bad. tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. Yep. Um, This is free ranging. So if you're out free ranging, you try archery in a hotel and realize, (laughs) oh, shit, that went through the wall. Toothpaste covers it, like, just covers it right up. Yeah. What about where did the arrow go? What do you... What do you? What goes through your head as the arrow goes through the wall into the next room? When it went through a headboard into yeah. the he, into the headboard next door, that's when I realized you always want to shoot towards an exterior wall. Got it. Just in case yep. it does okay. go out, it goes out, not in. Right. Pro it tip goes number out. two for the day. Yeah. All right. Laying down some good knowledge over it. Pro I, tip. I remember somebody telling me a story about practicing uh, CQB indoors and they would put phone books stacked on top of each other. Was that you? Was that yeah. you that used to do that? With- Pro tip. Don't ever do that because <laughs> it is very dangerous and you have to be a very competent professional to go to the uh, post office and take 30 to 40 phone books <laughs> and create blocks with duct tape where you duct tape four or five of them together and then you practice clearing your house with them with a uh, I I just love this picture in my head like 20 something Evan Hafer and he's just got like four or five phone books stacked on I top stacked of them each all. other duct taping them to the wall No I wasn't duct taping them to the wall I just create bricks so I just duct tape like four of them yeah. and create these like yeah Giant foam and then just bricks. Them on something. Yeah, and then I'd be work working my way through the house. You know, making Will it sure stop that at I twenty two. Oh yeah, no. I mean, a twenty two. It doesn't even like I, I. 
I, I it depends, even right? It doesn't like, even get an inch of penetration, I imagine. No, it does. It yeah, it gets well, an inch for sure. Like Demolition Ranch was doing, uh, he did a <clears throat> he did a pillow test the other day in one of his videos, and the the twenty two only made it through like three pillows. It got stopped on the fourth one, I think. I tried that, and it went through the pillows that I was using, um, which is why I upgraded to the phone book the phone situation. Book, yeah. When you're shooting was, groups like you, I mean same hole all the time those pillows just aren't going to hold up that's the problem yeah same hole all the time yeah it's so accurate. true so true i was you know um that was a 22 conversion uh glock so i had the 22 so you can swap out the oh the, dang the barrels and then uh run it and that, and then I would, it was interesting because during that time when I would have people over, they would see all these weird phone books and stuff in the house. <laughs> and then one time I had this girl over and she pulled out the, the, um, dishwasher and there's, I would just take my suppressor apart and like put it in the dishwasher to clean it. She's like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? It's like, oh, that's a suppressor. Needless to say, I didn't see her again because some reason she was freaked out that I had you like had a suppressor in the dishwasher. Yeah, that, I would. I would think she would be impressed because she's like, "Look at how clean this guy is." I am. Look I at, I am uh, very clean. Maintenance. Yeah. In all regards. Yeah. Speaking of weird things you find in a dishwasher, my dildos. My freshman year. Oh. Yeah, yeah. My freshman year red shirt. They had me rooming with one of the linemen and we were like, they had these different like little apartments and stuff. So I got put with one of the linemen and I moved all in and I went to like go in the dishwasher and here's this like big old Papa Smurf extender that like gave that chode just a little bit more of what he wanted. Yeah. And it was in the dishwasher and I was just like, okay, this is not. Papa Smurf extender. Okay. Yeah, it was like a chode went into the back of it, and then it gave you a full blue. Yeah, full Papa Smurf. <laughs> yep. <laughs> full meal. And what's crazy yeah. is when I went to leave school, my dad, uh, and this is back when you know I left school to pursue archery full time. I told my parent, both my parents, like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do school. I'm gonna go work for this archery shop. I'm gonna start shooting and everything. And even though my dad said that's a terrible idea, we did it. And he said, "Well, when are you gonna pack up?" And I said, "Well, can I? I'm gonna move out like this Saturday at at noon or whatever." And he's like, "Okay, you know, I'll be there at noon." So me and my mom drove down together to like get all my stuff in true military dad fashion. We rolled up at like 11.45. All my shit was like packed into pillowcases and lined up like perfectly out on the lawn in front of the house, like ready to go in my mom's minivan. And I'm, I said, you know, I'm a little bit worried about what he found in my room right. and stuff. And he kind of pulls me to the side and he goes, uh, he goes, hey, are you into drugs? And I said, well, not really. And he goes, well, I found this, found this pot pipe. And I'm like, well, I've smoked pot. And then he's like, all right, well, 
like, don't let it go any further than that. And I said, okay. And then he pulled out and he goes, what's this? He pulls out Papa Smurf because he like <laughs> went through the he went through the whole thing and anything that good idea looked like it I guess that looked like it was mine he grabbed and I just said that is not mine and he just kind of like dropped it on the ground he's like okay <laughs> but yeah I had I've never seen stuff like a full suitcase full of stuff packed so tightly and perfectly in a pillowcase but it looked like a bunch of green army bags, like freaking packed up. that tight out on the front for front lawn. I've yet to meet your dad. I'd like to meet him one of these days. Have you ever had him on a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. We have. We have. He kind of clams up a little bit. And I don't know. He's funny when he doesn't. He's hilarious when he's just like doing his thing. Right. It's like once you turn a camera or put a microphone in front of him. He kind of gels up a little bit, but he's definitely interesting. Yeah. I, I think I, Harry and his friends like FaceTime him on weekends. Like really? When they want to laugh at night, they like call grandpa Charlie. Yeah. My dad and I have a very strange relationship because he also works for black rifle. So I have to tell him what to do. But then he tells me no, and there's nothing I can do about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, so, if you were to go back through and look at the text thread between your dad and me, it just says, fuck you, Logan. No, fuck you, Ed. Yep. Fuck you, Logan. That's all our text thread is. Mm-hmm. That's the same as ours. Yeah. I Today was his birthday, and I called him. I'm going to text him right now. And is it really his birthday? Yeah. So it was, today was his birthday. I called him and I was like, hey, I, I got a you know great surprise. And he's like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, um, it's uh, Logan's birthday. So I'm planning a big surprise party for him. And I've like rented a bunch of like a condo for him out in the beach and stuff. And I'm just really super involved with this planning process for Logan and it's just like, I really want to make it special for him. And like, he just means so much to me and like everything that he does for the company and stuff. And my dad was like, well, that must be nice for Logan. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, I just wanted to tell you it's Logan's birthday. You know, I'm super, I'm super involved <laughs> with this planning process. So I might be out of pocket for a couple of days. Oh, is that all? Is that all you had? And I was like, yep, that's all I had. And then I hung up on him. <laughs> And then I texted him happy birthday afterwards. I was thoroughly impressed how freaking witty and sharp your dad was. Dude, he, he, like, is, he is a spry chicken. How old is he now? 75? 75 going on 90. Yeah, yeah. man. He it's can still statement. get around the mountains. It's it's pretty impressive. Like, we just went up to the Clearwater, and he's he's with us every step of the way. It's Pretty cool. He can probably outlast. Hey, bro, we were in the middle of nowhere in BC moose hunting, and Evan dumps this moose, and he's like, kind of a dawn on him, like, so how do you get all this back? Like, once he realized how big it was, and fast forward like twenty three hours later, freaking pops is sitting over at the boat landing, which who knows how he even got the pin or how the how the freaking GPS got him there because half the place doesn't even have a <laughs> signal. And he's freaking just sitting there, dude. 
freaking hair combed back, looking like he got some booty the night before and just he like did. ready to. <laughs> he did. He called me or he's, he was waiting. He, so he was on standby. I had him loitering. He had some Canadian pie that he was, <laughs> that he was down, you know, Damn. diving into for like a week just on standby. He was QRF for Moose. Dang. So he kept texting me every day. He's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. This bitch is going to drive me crazy. <laughs> and I was like, man, just relax. I haven't killed anything. He's like, well, you need to fucking kill something because this chick is going to fucking ruin my life. <laughs> like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So he was like, he was keyed up. He wanted to get the fuck out of the situation he was in. That's why he found the place. And that's why he was like so hot, like right there because he was, he, hot. he had a, like a bunny boiler situation going on. Yeah. And that's why, like I, I texted him grid and he was there. He was like, Oh yeah, I'm there. He was there right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, the funny situation in that is, so we, we, we got that moose quartered and put in the back and my dad and I were driving back. And to this day, we still argue over who got whom lost. So my dad and I are driving back and we fucking took a detour that like added another three hours to a 20 plus hour trip. Where did you go? where did you end up? I don't know if I heard this he was, part. Yeah, because he was he was telling me, he's like, well, I got to go through here. And he's still using a GPS. Oh, He's gosh. still using a GPS. He's not using a fucking phone. I'm like, dude, you got to fire up your phone. You got to use your phone because it plugs into your, the world. your truck. <laughs> and you, you, it, because my dad's trying to navigate using this old Garmin. Garmin. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, I mean, that here's doesn't your phone. Me. Huh? That doesn't surprise no, me. No, he was straight up using a Garmin. Just following river systems. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, and I'm like, dude, you're not flying a plane. Pull out your fucking phone. <laughs> and uh, so he took this detour. According to him, it was because of my, this damn phone you had trying to run us all over the place. So he's back using his GPS. He just uses a GPS now. That doesn't surprise me. No, no. It was I, so funny to see you guys when we were up at the Clearwater. Like, Ed was fishing with his, his spinning reel, and you were fly fishing. And, like, there was this. The father-son competition between you two is amazing to witness because it is so intense. And Ed caught two fish, and we didn't have anything for the bucket. And Evan fished until he got two fish yeah. <laughs> and his dad was just the whole time you were out there on the water. Your dad was just giggling the whole time. Yeah. Well, he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let him, I don't let him win. I don't let him get one over, man. Like I don't just keep that tie. Yeah. Well, I, I had to catch something bigger. That was the whole Cause he's like, well, you know, well, I didn't show you the ones I threw back. I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Does he ever genuinely complain about a task you put him on? Like that, that was actually bullshit to put your dad on. Yeah. He complains a lot. That's one thing he does. But he I think gets, he, he's super spicy. 
Like yeah. he, he's a very, so that's one of the reasons where I always classify my default emotion as anger. It has nothing to do with the war, or, you know, fucking the military. I was raised the latter part of my life by my dad and he was just kind of a fucking, like he, he gets spun up and he gets like really spicy. Well, that's where I learn it. You know, I, I learned it from watching you dad, you know, um, you know, it, he gets, he'll, I'll, I'll have to bring him down off his like spin up sessions. Cause he'll come in and be like, I can't fucking believe this goddamn contractor out here. And I'm like, dude, that's a $200 project. Like just fucking <laughs> calm the, calm down. It's not worth you having a brain aneurysm over a guy that's installing a light switch. Oh, he's 15 minutes late. When you tell a guy you're going to be there at a time, I'm like, yeah, once again, man, the guy's coming out to, you know, replace a fucking light switch. Like, I'm surprised he even showed up on the right day. Yeah, dial it <laughs> Come back on, a little. dial it back. <laughs> Here, smoke some of this. Maybe you might calm down a little bit. No, he, you know, he's an interesting guy, but he's, he is. He, I don't know if he complains. That's probably not the right word. I don't know what no, complaining it, is. Yeah, he just he enjoys bitching. Yeah, Every, he professionally like he works so hard. Yeah, he right? just like he's got to he's got to get some bitching off his chest every once in a while. You well, know? it's in, human nature. It's fine. With COVID, it's given me a great opportunity to just tell him to stay home, and he gets so fucking pissed off at me because he'll he'll call me. We're putting a new afterburner in our roaster in Salt Lake, so afterburner burns off all the excess smoke and essentially creates clean air. No big deal. Um, but he's, he wants to come down to help on the install. Uh, keep telling him, no, absolutely not. You're coming down because he has, he's got some lung issues. And uh, it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing up here? I'm like, man, I, it's, I don't know. Like, maybe go take your four-wheeler out into the woods. I don't fucking know, man. Like, there's a million things for you to do other than work. So stop. Just go fuck off. Does it matter? You're 70 plus years old. Like, you'll make it up to me. Who gives a shit? I'm curious on this father-son elk hunt. This is going to be good. Oh, yeah. Have you elk hunted with him before? Yeah, but it... Have you guys 14, got one? And, maybe. Huh? It's been, I've been 14, like, when I was 14, maybe. Was Did the you last get anything? Time. Not on the last one. Okay. I think it was, like, nine. I think so, this is for nine. sure going to happen. Like he's gonna have an opportunity. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm using my grandfather's rifle, and he's using his dad's rifle. Oh, sweet! So I'm using my grandfather. And what my, is it? Uh, it's like a Remington um, thirty odd thirty odd six. six. <laughs> you know it. Carbine. Freaking core locks. Like Dude, it, off. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, like I. It's what I, kind of scope? Like Simmons, probably or something. No, he had like a older, uh, like Reddington or it's like it's some off brand. Yeah. That thing rode in the back of my grandpa's, uh, 73 Ford truck for as long as I can remember. What color? Like seafoam green? No, it was or- red. Oh. <laughs> my dad and my grandfather both had the exact same truck. My grandfather on my mother's side. Um, they were, they were really good friends. And they had both had the same exact truck. And my, I remember that so well, that rifle. And uh, 
Because I remember at this point in my life, I understand what he was doing now, but he was out of season with no tags. I think what they call that is... Starts with a P. He starts with a P, but... Uh, Ends in a G. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just he's, the, just, he's just, always, if anyone wants to fill in the He used to always be like, well, he get, get this thing in the back of the truck. Got to get it in the back of the truck real fast. Got to get it in the back of the truck real fast. Yeah, so... I don't think he he never looked at it as he was breaking the law. He just looked at it as making the, the laws law. didn't really apply to him. He thought the song was making the law, making, making the, the law. law, making the law. <laughs> okay, but technically speaking, he was also a judge in the town. <laughs> so I think he, I don't know how that would work. You know what I mean? He was like a grave digger, probably pretty judge, well. probably water pretty and well. sewer guy. I think he just didn't really give a shit. Was this uh, Weipe? Yeah. 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 My grandpa was the exact same. It was uh, a Remington 30-06. I got it. Had like a three-power, like single-power <laughs> yeah. freaking Simmons scope yeah. on it. And he. it looks like he had like stripped out the scope ring screws about four different times because like one's a flathead, one's a Phillips head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One's like a nut. Yep. But dude... You go buy a pack of freaking standard 180 yep. grain core lock, Remington core locks for that thing, and just dump stuff all day long with that rifle. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm debating whether to put a suppressor on it. Nah. You know, like I kind of want to, but then I'm like, nah, I'll just shoot it the way it was, you know, but because it still has his original. Leather um, sling on it. Yeah, but and then my uncle uh did the leather work on it, so it's this it's this big elk yep. with like a sounds like scene. the same thing. It's, it's so fucking cool, Squeaking man. Squeaking ass oh, frick, sque- the, the freaking sling hinges like every yeah. time you walk, it's like <laughs> that's it, dude. I think somehow I borrowed your rifle Seriously. for most of my childhood. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I can't wait, man. I'm I'm so excited for this because Matt's dad, Roger, is a little bit older than my dad. Matt, I mean, if he can stay healthy, we need to start calling him like the Tin Man or something because he just gets, he just breaks everything all the time. He well, breaks yeah. his foot. <laughs> he his li- well, he bicep. gets after it. He likes to do his late night training sessions and that's yeah, late when it night always, training sessions. It always yeah. seems to happen. Yeah. Man, I wasn't doing anything. I just had a couple cocktails. That always starts. I just had a couple cocktails. And then what happens is the true story comes out about two months later. It's like, yeah. oh, fuck. I was blind, raging drunk. <laughs> and I decided to jump my razor over the river. <laughs> yeah. That's like the yeah. real story. Yep. That is, that's definitely how it happens. Mm-hmm. Once you hit our age, you need, like, if you're going to do extracurricular activities like that, you need to be diligent about hot tub, yep. stretching, nothing after three o'clock. Otherwise, you're blowing a bicep, <laughs> yep. tearing an ACL, a meniscus is going, like yeah. something's going to happen. That's just how it is. I was talking to my buddy, Tim, a couple of days ago, and he just rode across the Atlantic, and it's... That guy's 40, 
40 plus years old. And man, he is like rowing across the fucking Atlantic. He banged his knee getting into the boat on the way to like to go out and, and do this and like hurt himself. And I'm like, because that's what I was asking him about. I'm like, dude, how the fuck do you go that far without hurting yourself at like 47 years old? You know what I mean? He's like, ah, I don't know. You know, some of it, the people that don't hurt themselves are the people that never stop long enough to get stiff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if when I get hurt is when I like I have my routine at home and then I come on the road like this and I'm not like I'm not lifting every day. Right. I'm not like as soon as something in the routine slows and then you have to start it back up. Something like breaks down because it's not used to that movement. Well, you got you got your new website up now, right? Oh, yeah. And you got. You got like a whole fitness section. Yeah. Yeah. Did with Bert. Yeah. You did it with Knock Fit. Yeah. You're calling it Knock Fit. Yeah. It's pretty inventive, I thought. Knock Fit. Right. I like that. So do you just Knock Fit? Yeah. Do you just take your name for your brand and then just add whatever you're doing to the other half instead of knock? No, on? no, no. So no, it's like no, no, you don't do that. You don't do you that. You have to so you take your name. Right. You take half of the name off. Got it. But then put half of another name oh, on it. it. Okay, gotcha. okay, okay. Got it. What Let's is your it. what is your morning routine these days, Dud? As far as I get up about warming up. five normally, and like first thing I do is coffee, hundred yep. percent. I normally have, I normally do like one Chemex, and I'll do that in my hot tub in the morning. I'll like make that. You make sneak that out of hot tub water? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. way better. Okay, <laughs> it's clean. Yeah, very yeah, clean. It's real nice. Chlorinated. So I'll normally have like a full two cups of coffee in the hot tub, and I'll kind of s- s- go through some DMs. And then once I've like spent that 30 or 40 minutes on like that, then I get up and normally make one more and then head out and work out. I'll normally work. I like to work out um, before like right as the sun's coming up kind of do you have a sauna in your gym i don't but we're getting one are you yeah sharon and i want one pretty bad good just i mean because i do struggle with inflammation just the older i get it feels like when i wake up it takes me longer to like get things lubricated and moving and yeah rogan's super adamant about it he's like dude you gotta get one of these so we've kind of cleaned out one of our smaller rooms in the house and we're going to get one put in there oh nice okay yeah yep. i've been doing yeah. the sauna almost every single day have you really yeah, yeah. are yeah. you doing the infrared one though or yeah. yeah we've got one in our gym now oh and you do yeah it's, it's a bomb diggity oh, it's so amazing it only goes to 140 uh so i gotta figure out i think joe's doing like two one, something yeah right? i think he said 180 yeah. but i got i i I think we can take the governor off of it. I've been reluctant. I'm going to take the governor off of it, like before Logan gets in there. And you know what we could do? I'll be the test dummy for that. Yeah. All we need to do is call Nick up in BC and figure out what he built that cabin out of. Yep. And if you put more than six logs in that bitch, I'll guarantee you that that thing is like 200. (laughs) Dude, all day long. Yeah. We had this deal where 
once people realized how out of control your cabin could get with heat, it was like... We called it the uh, fire wars. Yeah, it was the fire wars of BC where you would be totally shot at night, having a cocktail out in the main cabin. And then all of a sudden, Evan would like walk in from like his bathroom break with like... And he'd kind of look at Andy and then I would kind of look over at Dusty and be like, okay, something's just happened. Something's awry. And then you finish your meal, you're totally shot, you're ready to just get some sleep, you roll in your cabin. And it's and like literally your degrees. freaking eyebrows melt off your head. <laughs> and you're like, two, I had two pairs of boots. They were 13s when I went. Both of them were like 10 and a half <laughs> from how they melted the whole soul down because of how freaking hot those two got our cabin roaring. Well, what we, what we were doing because so the Andy Stump and John Barklow, John was in the other cabin. John's the product development guy for Sidka. And we, you had Trevor, well, Trevor, Team Trevor, Trevor Andy, Evan, me, Trevor Thompson, and and Andy, and then it was you, Dusty, and Barklow, yep. right? Yeah. Well, the the problem is, is that Andy declared war on the internal cabin mates first, <laughs> so I was in a fucking sauna, <laughs> and Andy's like in his sleeping bag, like what looks or what it appears to be at the time is he's still cold while I'm next to the fireplace. I am fucking naked on <laughs> yeah. top of my bed, sweating profusely, in. You were in your undies, dude. <laughs> sweating profusely wet. going, what the fuck? And I'd like wake up and get out and like open the door. And it took me till, I think it might've been the second night is when Andy started chuckling and I was like, this motherfucker. So what he was doing, and I was and I asked him, I said, How are you in your sleeping bag? This is not possible because it's still really hot inside our, our little cabin. He's like, I just wanted to see how long it would take you to to crack. <laughs> you know, how long it was gonna take you to open the door. I'd have to go outside in the middle of the night. Sit out on the sit out on the deck, black grizzly <laughs> with bear the deck. fucking door open. I'd open up all the doors, everything that we could. And Trevor was yelling at him, like Trevor and I. It's like both like three in the morning. We're both yelling at Andy, like stop fucking putting wood in the fireplace, you <laughs> fucking asshole. That's how it started. And then we we're like, oh, you know what? Let's 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 i keep uh, let's, hearing let's throw that stories about this bc trip i'm, I'm gonna have to get hey are we going these. this year or is it not because of covid i think we have to text trudeau real quick and see if he's gonna let us in yeah because we can't go to canada right right well you can if you like I'm sure we could figure out like be business related but right. from what i saw you have to download this Canadian government app that right. goes on your phone. So when you cross the border, they track the location of your phone for 14 days and you have to be in one spot. And the rules are pretty idiotic. The rules say uh, you're not allowed to even stop at a gas station, like two-year quarantine. So 
Like, how's that going to work? You know, I guess it's, we it's just, just load like up our total idiotic rules. But yeah, that's the bummer is all the, all of our, we've got a lot of friends in Canada and a lot of them rely on outfitting for their yeah. income. I mean, they're really getting put in a bad way right now, as are a lot of Americans too. But yeah, that's, uh, I'll be pumped to get back up there again, just because it's, it's literally like this, but, but like the only camper ago. that would be here would be <laughs> these two. And yeah. everything we're looking at is, if you're looking at anything, it would be like a bear going across the hillside. Like you definitely wouldn't have this guy bombing around with his trailer bouncing all around and cones falling out the back. It would be <laughs> legit. If there's smoke, it's from your campfire. And that's it. I mean, on the on the water, it's like the only ripples that there is on the water is if you throw a lure out there on it. It's just yeah. so freaking remote. It's awesome. It is pretty amazing. I, I, I can't wait to get back there, really. I, I really can't wait to get back there. Like, I, I want to go very badly. And it, I think Logan would be a good addition oh, to it. Oh, man. You think? Yeah. You would right? totally dig it. John, because uh, there was the... the um, was it the knock on oh. knock on space force was was uh, conceived out there out I, there in moose camp the I knock tend to time on travel space force during successful hunts yeah. I tend to time travel he can he he can put down enough fireball that would kill a herd of moose if the key they were is, <laughs> if everything in your body is fireball it actually yes. flows nice it's like you don't want to mix it's a zen and gas. State. Yeah. yeah it's a zen state yeah you yeah. just like once you start you got to just you know just keep that iv going i was concerned he might actually catch fire himself <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> what i was worried about when you guys kept stoking our our fire in the room i was more Worried about this 80 proof bloodstream I had <laughs> freaking just blowing up from the inside out. <laughs> yeah. There's something about getting something that big on the ground though. Like it's hard. That's what made it so awesome for all of us is because me and Trevor's bull was at least a day, maybe a day and a half to get those two bulls out. Yeah. Then Dusty, when I forgot my camera or a, something from my camera back where we had got my bull out of this freaking pond that dust, we flipped a coin, Dusty swam it across this pond while it was still bloated. Yeah. Cause you guys like put that in a canoe or something. Right? Oh, yeah. We had a, well, yeah, mine, we swam across the lake hole. We didn't have a canoe. Now Trevor's, yeah. let we me had, tell you had, the real story. Trevor's, they had to cut in half and swim across. The, well, let me tell you the real story. Okay. <laughs> John was like, I ain't getting in that water. <laughs> Dusty, drink some of this fireball. And I guarantee, I don't even know if you can do this. I don't even think you can. I don't even think you can swim across there. I know I can, but I don't know if you can. So I think you need to prove yourself out here. That story is part right. What actually <laughs> happened was Dusty was with the moose. I just kind of said, hey, I'm going to be gone a few minutes. Just chill here. I swam to the other, or I walked to the other side of the lake and I just kind of held the fire bottle bottle up and like kind of slowly started sipping on it. And Dusty knew if he didn't swim across with that moose fast enough, the bottle is going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good enticement there. Yeah. yeah. But the cool thing was 
I forgot something for my camera. So we went back the next morning and we, when, when, we, when we went down in there, there was a freaking bull down there. Like he had heard all the calling the day before and obviously traveled. And I shot mine with the bow. So he was like there thinking there's a hot cow in the area. So Dusty freaking dumped that one. So then we had to repeat that process. And luckily we had used that crappy canoe to get Trevor's out the night before. So that canoe was about like 10 miles down the road. So when we dumped it, Dusty and I went and got that canoe, strapped it to the roof. And then we paddled across that same swamp, had to cut the bull in half, load it half at a time in the canoe. And it looked like Dusty looked like, um, have you ever watched Shallow Hal? Oh, when yeah. he's trying to canoe across and he's well, <laughs> like up in the air, that's what it looked like. Like Dusty's the front of the canoe is like two feet off the water and Dusty's like trying to scrape some water to get him and half that moose across. And then we got the other half out. And after that was three moose in three days. And we yeah. thought the party had just ended. And then all of a sudden the call comes in Evans bulls down so it was like mine was, was the most difficult though. Mine was the most difficult because he was standing on the road <laughs> 97 yards away and just looking at me. And I think he might have even whispered, shoot me. And <laughs> that was basically take me now. Take me now. And he walked a grand total of about 27 yards before he fell down. It's really hard. Yeah. So there's like a super cool story with a canoe and swimming across and everything. That's Yours nothing cool, compared though. to Yours got cool with the forerunner. Yeah, we going up a a, a BC embankment about like this yeah. with a moose lasso to the back of it. As it was got coming off sketchy. the ground, we had to we had, we had that forerunner and we had to get speed going with the fucking moose dragging behind it as we like pitched it up and then it, it it the front wheels came off the ground it's like <laughs> setting down and we had we had some really good like ashley was a really good guide man. oh dude, he, he was, was awesome. super fun like he did he, he have was, shoes on for your kit for your yeah but he didn't have shoes bare for feet. a while i'm talking like moose hunt frost like frozen it's cold frozen puddles like frost on stuff and he got his boots wet like the first day of the hunt. Yeah. And then he pulled our moose and his moose he helped, or Trevor's moose he helped. And he was barefoot. Like, I think one of his boots like fell off in the water or something, but he was barefoot for a whole day. And I'm talking, you're wearing almost everything you got. Yeah. And he was barefoot, like pulling moose out of this crap. And not to mention, it's not like the ground is like a nice lush green golf fairway. It's like devil's tail, oh, freaking thistles, dude. Yeah, but he's he's that guy, right? He's he's a he's a he's what we consider a crazy person. <laughs> um, he, he had a business down in California. He sold the business, moved to Canada. What was the business? Yeah, it was a landscaping business, construction and landscaping. And then he moved to Canada, bought 40 acres, built his own house. Yeah. It's like a 6,000 square foot house, grows all his own food, like has and other things. everything. Yeah. He, he grows in his own med- medicinal 
uh, recreational things that he needs to survive. Um, the guy is, is just kind of a throwback to a different era. And I really like, I really enjoy people like that because they, they shift a paradigm. Everybody kind of fits this mold. They, you know, they, they have their lives. They do these things. They kind of go from step to step. And then you meet a guy like Ashley and you're like, oh, this dude's fucking weird. But he's a good weird. Yeah. Like a, a really good weird where you're like, man. You realize he's actually doing everything that just makes him happy. Yeah. And that's what makes him weird is the fact that like he just freaking thinks it's cool to just run around in bare feet. Yeah. And, you know. Well, it seems really smart right now with the way everything is. Oh, like, dude. Why do that you want to be in the city? 100% like, legit. I wanna, that's what I want to do. I want to go make a compound out in the woods and grow my own food. And he doesn't even know there's a pandemic yeah, going on. There's no way like, he knows there's zero COVID. impact. He probably, some shit started happening on the news. He probably went over and like unplugged his, his sat and was like, fuck it. I'm done yeah, with this. I'm, done. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all good. You guys wear your masks. I'm just going to be out here. But I will say that trip, BC it being out there because it is so remote and it's so f- interesting to be out there because you got, Grizz, you got Black Bear, you got everything's out there. Everything. Everything's out there. And it just, it, it reminded me of, of um, being in Northern Idaho as a, like, as a kid. Yeah. Where it's, it's just the logging industry for the most part. Yeah. Because it's basically all logging roads. Yeah, that's all you're on is, is logging deacted roads. logging roads. Yeah. And there's nobody else out there. I don't think we saw another person the entire time we were out there other than like that one other group landing. Yeah. That one other group that on the boat. And then I think Ashley told them where to go to get a moose. Remember when they came back because they, they got one. Yep. They were super jacked. Yeah. I, I love places like that. I wish I could spend more time in places like that. Cause a week, or 10 days just wasn't even enough. I don't hmm. think 10 days is enough. Or is just enough. To learn the routine. Yeah. You just know your routine of like, you know, this is what I need to wear when I walk out of the cabin in the morning. Yeah. Like, this is just enough. Or, you know. Next time, you know what we do is we drive up next time and we take, we take our own boat. Take our own boat. Because that fucking boat that <laughs> Nick had that's like couldn't get up on plane. There's like four of us in there. And it's like, oh man, my my this jet engine is oh, yeah. not is sputtering and spitting. And I was like, dude. Well, he had the he had two, he had two boats. Yeah. One both of them had not, their own issues. Yeah. That is the one thing with the BC hunt, you can be assured is something is gonna break down. Yeah. And he's actually good. He like maintains stuff. I like he, Nick. Yeah. It yeah. was that stuff was good. I've been places where the boat barely starts and I, then you go and then he's like, Oh, it's cool. And you go hunt and yeah. then you're knowing all day hunting. That I'm is, merely that is not starting again. Yeah. Making the observation he's not a boatman. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Well, I remember Trevor showed me those photos when he had his moose loaded in and it was like, that thing was like inches above the water. Oh yeah. yeah. 
And Ashley couldn't swim. The guide was like, oh, I don't know how to swim. It's probably just fucking with Trevor. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a perfect week. It was, it was actually a perfect, it was a perfect representation of moose hunting where there's certain days where just everything clicks and the moose are responsive and like, because we had days where it was like raining and they don't like rain. And then all of a sudden that one day that we woke up, it was clear. The puddles were all frosted over. There was frost all across the swamps. It was like that day, didn't three, th- like, because Barklow missed an opportunity, right? I thought he, we he got passed. like, we got three bulls in like 20 hours or something. Yeah. And then yours came of one day after that. But it took us a while to, it was like three or four days in before all of a sudden everything clicked. I have, I have a piece of that moose here. I, my wife put some on the Traeger that we brought it down. It was interesting. So my wife, for whatever reason, is getting nicer. The longer we're married, she gets nicer towards me for some reason. I don't understand why. I think she's trying to, she's got some angle that she's trying to fucking work. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Is it because you're not shooting at phone books in the house anymore? You actually have a range at work where you can do that? I think she's like trying to get something, you know? Like, I don't know what she wants. Like, maybe she wants like, you know, uh, a long lasting loving relationship or some shit. I don't know. Whatever. Weird. But Super weird. Sounds sketchy. Cracked, sure. Yeah. It sounds sketchy as fuck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's Just sketchy. From the outside I, she's looking shady. in. She's shady. From the outside I gotta watch looking her. in. Yeah. I gotta watch her. So she cracked open this. Uh, Moose filet. Yeah. Roast. So she sat it on the, she smoked it in the Traeger. Dang. For like 12 fucking hours. Yeah, what, however long. And then she cut it in really thin slices. And like then... Gross, moose, moose beef. Bro. Dang. So then she cracked that and then she sliced uh, jalapeno cheese and gave me a mm. dipping sauce this for the road. Philly. For moose the road Philly. yesterday. Oh. And... I I was really kind of taken aback by the whole thing. I was like, this is... Uh, what do you want here, lady? Yeah, what the fuck is your angle? Yeah. You know? How that, dare you give me I, a moo? I told my kids, it was like, put your headphones on. I got to yell at your mom. And I, that's when I turned to her. I was like, <laughs> the fuck is your angle? She's like, I don't... I'm just trying to, you know... Yeah, you're you know, just trying nice. to come out here and podcast in the awesome, awesomeness. Is this... This is a this is a pretty awesome place, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm excited to get this fucking week rolling, dude. We, we're going to do like three or four different shows. If people so. like archery, they have to come to a total archery challenge. They like, have to. Yeah, this is the event mm-hmm. that is low key, laid yep. back, hundred percent learn something, have a ton of fun. And, and Sean's a great guy too. Oh, dude, like Sean and his wife yeah. they put on a heck of an event. The the best. They're awesome for sure. How many people are showing up to this? 1,800? At least. I thought there were more. Two grand. Gosh, I'm right. freaking four Yeah, and cups, I wanted to hear it from you, John. Like, what, like, why does this translate so well to do right before hunting season? Well, I would say after three quarters of the shots you make on this, mount, this mountain, any hunting shot you make is going to seem like freaking chip shot. You know, that's what's fun is you get out here 
you know, you go in, there's no scorecards. There are, but no one takes them. You're just out there having fun. And honestly, if you lose an arrow with some of your buddies, like that's good for a laugh. You know, it's not like you're taking it too serious. And like the fact that all this stuff got pushed back a few weeks this year, this is perfect for me because like, I think I did right about 15 or 16 miles on courses in Colorado. And then yesterday, our course is from the start to where you come out down on the road, but beneath the houses, um, it's like right at four miles. So just to do that, you know, and you're doing it at a comfortable pace, it's not like you're humping it, but it's just good conditioning, just stepping over logs and, you know, side hilling and kind of just getting the coordination of your footing. And honestly, we talked about this, um, I had a guy that used to work at the Onnit Academy. His name's Sam. He came out and we did some, some like mobility and stretching techniques that, you know, I kind of put together a little program for my knock fit, which is a clever name. Um, <laughs> and it's mainly for people who do like tax or go on a hunt. You don't have any equipment, but normally by that third day, you're freaking, you're tight. You're not able to like get around. And it just shows you some exercises that you can do to like, open up your hips and your neck and stuff like that. But I feel like just getting out here and doing that stuff is so critical prior to season because you just can't really train for it. Like even if you have stuff at home, you can ruck, you can do, you know, like an echo bike or an assault bike. You can do all that stuff and it's great, but there's just something different about carrying your bow for six or seven hours, right? having a backpack on, you know, just not being able to sit down at times, like yeah. all that stuff is, that's all real hunting stuff. Yeah. The, the closest thing that mimics the actual act. Of going. Yeah. On. yeah. Yeah. Well, last year, the, what I kind of got in trouble for it because I want to do full shakeout. Right. So I want to do like full gear shakeout. Yeah. So I I actually uh, quartered one of the foam targets up there off yeah. the course and packed it out. Which one was it? What'd you shoot? Uh, that that big moose. Oh, okay. Up there. So, I, but I it was good it. training. I mean, yeah, the guys behind me didn't get to shoot it, <laughs> and it didn't taste very well in the trigger. <laughs> but you know what? It was uh well worth it because I got to shake out all my gear. Yeah, and now every hunt here on out is just gonna be gravy. Yeah, gravy. Yeah, we might. And I shot it right that. in the eyeball because that's where I like to aim. It's, you don't waste anything. Yeah, then. exactly. Yeah, because a lot of times those eyeballs. I mean, you can eat them, but they're a little bit like kind of hard, salty. Yeah, yeah salty, salty. A lot of saline, squirt kind of. Yeah. I like that. That's that's my favorite. We should texture. do a team effort and pack that sass out today. Yeah, shoot it and, and, yeah. and fucking pack it out. Yeah, Sass Where's pack. it at? Is it's it up there on the Yeti range. We didn't get the Sass on our range this year. We replaced it with... Uh, forgot what we replaced it with. But we've got, we've got some cool shots for Who everybody. Who set up the Yeti range? Um, Total Archery Challenge employees. Good. Yep. Yeah. And then you have a range and who else has a range? Prime, locals, Sika. Got it. Okay. 
technically at this one, there's not room for a fifth range. So the knock-on range is actually the Sitka range. I just set it up for Sitka, which is pretty cool. That's really nice of them. Yeah, very nice. nice of you to do that for them. Yeah. Is Barklow coming out to this thing? He will once the range is set up. Right. Once there's the work is done. Yeah. Then you'll see John show yeah. up. Once we once like we break out alcohol and like there's food being grilled and everything, right, 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 then he right. might come. Yeah. So if we just have to grill, we have to start grilling and then he'll be maybe, chilling. Okay, got it. Start grilling, John will be chilling. <laughs> got it. Cuz no, I don't, texted don't him this put morning. John will you take the one name, you take half of it off. So grilling and chilling. I texted him this morning with no response. Oh, yeah. So if you text him, it's a two-day re- wait time. It. Yeah. And then you'll just get an emoji back, probably like a cat face going like, yeah, <laughs> like, hey, dude, we're at TAC. What's happening? Well, last with time I texted cat. him, he was like, this is Aaron Schneider. I don't know who this is. <laughs> so he was trying to tell me that I was texting the wrong person, that I had. I was texting Aaron Schneider. He's trying to throw me off the fucking trail. Yeah. But- he thinks, he thinks that I'm trying to get free gear out of him, and that's absolutely not the not the case. I wanted discounted gear. It's a difference. Yeah. I just wanted it discounted at 100%. For sure. Right. John, did you bring any tasty meat treats out here? Yeah, what'd you bring? Uh, I didn't bring a lot of tasty meat treats just because I knew we couldn't, like, officially serve up everyone because we had the six-foot rule. So, right. yeah, we're going to be more of a grocery store cookout here going is yeah, what we're going to have here in like an hour we're going to have uh, parking lot grill out party yeah we're going to have a little grill little grill sash love it here in 58 minutes i'm going to mix a cocktail 58 minutes that's where it's going to take you hold on let me show you how this is done knocktail oh nice oh. Look at Ooh. you. Okay. It's like you're a marketing <laughs> genius or something. <laughs> Logan came out of his chair on that. He liked that. He's like, wow, that was amazing. We need to develop content around that concept. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. This was uh, Free Range from the Total Archery Challenge here at Big Sky Montana Episode 1. Uh, look forward to a couple more. MT Episode 1. Yeah, MT. Yep. Okay. Thanks for finally having me. Like Dude, forty yeah, podcasts thanks in. For finally, John. Well, we had to warm to up. We had to warm up. Yeah. Now you know where you're going. Yep. That's exactly. where I want to be. I want to be on a de- on a designated path to excellence. Yeah. Exactly. I had fucking Andy on though, like a month ago. Oh yeah. Of course. I mean, he invented every brand you're affiliated with. So I mean, at some point, he has to be with you. He has to, well, I mean, he's the CEO. I have the CEO of the company on. CEO of Evan Hafer LLC. Yeah, that's my LLC. Awesome. In my life. Well, I'm out of coffee. I got to start up the grill. Let's boogie. Let's do this. See ya. <laughs>